This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Hi, South Africa. So nice to be with you again. Today, our message is titled, The Lord Has Set Before You an Open Door. The devil's going to try and tell you that you are defeated, that you've got no way out. The devil's going to tell you you can't see the exit sign on your challenges. But I'm here to say now, Jesus says he set before you an open door. All right, let's go to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 7. The Lord Jesus, after his resurrection, appeared to this church in Philadelphia, or you might say the Philadelphia church. This is one of the seven churches of Asia Minor at the time, going back just after the Lord's resurrection. And he says these words in Revelation 3, verse 7, And to the pastor of the church in Philadelphia, write, These things says Jesus Christ, who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. You have kept my word and not denied my name. Now skip down to verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere. You've kept my command to persevere. That means don't give up. I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. All right. Now, each of the seven churches of Asia Minor represent a church age from then until now. All right. So these seven churches of Asia Minor represent seven church ages which took place between then and now. And like the Laodicean church represents the current backslidden, lukewarm, five foolish virgins, so the church we're reading about here, the Philadelphia church, is a type and shadow of the current church who are the wise word virgins. They're on fire church. And I'm talking to you believing that that's our group. We are the five wise on fire Christians. On fire Christians. Can I have an amen? Okay. So, what is the open door that Jesus is talking about here that he set before the Philadelphia church, the on fire church for today? All right. God is telling us we can move forward with his plan for our lives. The open door means I've set before you a plan. 
you're going to follow it. And for each one of you, I have a plan. You're going to follow it. And nothing will stop you. It's an open door. No matter what comes our way in the future, whatever this future holds, you and I will have a clear run without hindrance. Yes, the devil will try and stop us, but he'll be no match for Jesus. Jesus will see to it that nothing stops you and nothing stops me. Nothing, no sickness, no disease, no financial challenges, not at all. Jesus is telling us to use his authority, in other words, to use his name. When we face challenges, we declare in the name of Jesus, the Lord is taking care of this. He fights my battles. He will solve this problem. We are going forward. I have an open door before me. Jesus wants us to know that he is our covenant partner and he will fight our battles. Amen? That's why I said, I've set before you an open door. That doesn't mean we're not going to have challenges. The enemy is going to do his best. But it does mean no matter what comes our way, we are going to sail on through. Amen? Many Christians are asking God for their breakthrough. Many Christians are having challenges right now. And I'm talking about some of the wise, five wise virgins. They're having their challenges, and um, they're asking God for a breakthrough. God, give me a breakthrough. Send a breakthrough. We need to be careful, dear believer in Jesus, dear family of God, that we don't fall into that trap. We are falling into the trap of waiting for God to do something for us in our future. That's hope. That's not faith. We need to recognize that God has already given us our breakthrough. 2,000 years ago, Jesus died on the cross and bought total victory for us. Everything we ever need was purchased for us 2,000 years ago. We should accept what Christ has done at Calvary. We should begin praising God for what he has done. And, and we should begin to believe that it's done. Act like it's true. Act like we believe God has done this for us on the cross. By begging for a breakthrough, instead of praising God for the one we really got, we're going to get trapped. God can't help us. Amen? All right. Let's see how this works in the life of Peter. We're going to read from Luke 22 and verse 31. We're going to read something that happened just before the Lord died on the cross. What happened to Jesus and Peter here in Luke 22 verse 31? And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, Indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. I've prayed for you, Peter, that your faith doesn't fail. But when you repent and come back to me, 
Encourage your brothers. 33. But Peter said to Jesus, Lord, I'm ready to go with you, both to prison and to death. I'm not going to deny you, Lord. Then Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me. The Lord Jesus cast out many demons when he was on the earth in his earthly ministry. So why did he not just simply command the devil, no, you can't have Peter. You will not sift him as wheat. I bind you. That would have solved the problem. But instead, the Lord prayed that Peter's faith would not fail. Why would Jesus do a thing like that? Why would he just not stop the devil? Why would he pray that Peter's faith would not fail? All right, let's find out. Go to Ephesians 6, verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now here in this portion of Scripture, the Holy Spirit is talking to us about our armor, the armor of God that we put on. And he says the most important item in our armor is the shield of faith because you shall be able to quench every attack of the devil. Whatever comes our way, whether it's financial, sickness, attacks against the family, uh, loss of, of employment, uh, challenges in the country, it doesn't matter what we face. Jesus said, or the Bible said, you will be able to stop it. It will not hurt you. Every attack will be stopped. So, because Peter's faith would stop every attack of the enemy, Jesus knew the most important thing that Peter needed to survive Satan's direct attacks against him personally was strong faith. I'd like to emphasize that again. Because Jesus knew the thing that would keep Peter, even against Satan's personal attack against him, is faith. He prayed that Peter's faith would not fail. In that case, it stands to reason, does it not, that the most important thing we need to sustain us or keep us during our trial during these end times is faith. We need to make sure that our faith is strong to face our trial going forward before the rapture comes, which is very soon. So let's make sure our shield of faith is always in good work, working order. Our shield of faith should always be in good working order. How am I going to do that? Every day, read your Bible and spend time in prayer. 
doesn't have to be too long, but just do it every day. And if you get my uh, faith message every day, I send out a faith message every day, Faithful Today, read that. Make sure you read it. All right? If you don't have it, contact the church office, and you'll get one every day from me. All of you down, down there in South Africa, thousands of people get it. Make sure you get it. Okay, Faithful Today. You don't have to be a member of CFC to get it. You can have it. All right, free of charge. On your phone or on your email. Somehow, some way, it'll come to you. So let's make sure our shield of faith is always in good working order by spending time with the Lord every day, reading my Faithful Today message every day, and tuning in to church via live streaming every weekend. Because God's commissioned us here at CFC to teach you faith. To teach you faith. This is a faith church. A word of faith church. The way to keep us stable and strong is feeding us on the word of faith. So every weekend expect something good and encouraging that will feed your faith. Tune in. Or come to church as soon as the church doors open, which will be soon, we hope and trust. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 3 and verse 8 again. Jesus said to the church of Philadelphia, I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength and have kept my word and have not denied my name. Now go down to verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. All right. So God said, because you do these three things, you keep my word, you don't deny my name, you persevere. I'm going to keep you from the hour of trial that's going to come upon the whole world. No way to escape it. To test those who dwell on the earth. So this is a mega test. God says he's going to keep you from it, protect you from it, take you through it, whatever. So this doesn't sound like something we should look forward to. It doesn't sound very nice. If God's going to protect us from it, I want to be protected from it. Don't you? All right. So, now there's three things that this open door will take us. There's three reasons this open door will take us right through this test, this challenge. It says... We keep God's word. That means we are walking in faith. We don't deny his name. That means that somebody said, you believe in Jesus. Yes, I believe in Jesus. And we persevere. We keep going to church. We keep tuning in online to watch the Sunday services. We sit down with our family, pay attention. We don't run around, make coffee, make breakfast while this is, church is going on. No, we take it seriously. All right. We persevere. And when the church doors open again, we are in church. Now, 
If we do those three things, we will now go through the challenges of life and we'll go through this test that's coming upon the whole earth now before the rapture. So what is this trial that's coming upon the whole earth to test those who dwell on the earth? I wonder what that could be. Well, I'd like to make a suggestion, what I think it is. Let's go to Revelation 13, verse 16. The Antichrist causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. All right? He said the Antichrist causes all. In case folks don't know what all means, it means small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. I guess that covers everybody. To receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. On their right hand or on their forehead, a mark. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate, work it out, the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, his number is 666. All right, so this man has a number. It is 666. We have to calculate that. Work it out. It's for the wise virgins. They'll figure this out. We'll figure out that if you take that mark, you damn your soul, according to the next chapter of Revelation. But Jesus said he'll keep us from that test. In other words, he either will not allow us to be deceived, to take it, but when it's made compulsory, we are going to be raptured. Before that, before that. But a lot of folks will be taking it between now and the rapture. I can assure you they're already doing so. Already doing so. They're here in America and Europe. People are taking it. And they're so proud of themselves, taking this microchip in their hands. And the technology is already available, has been for some time already. So, but the Lord said, this hour of testing, those who say that, those who take the mark have made the Antichrist their, their Savior. Those who reject the mark are staying with Jesus. And, and certainly the, the foolish virgins are going to take the mark, not the wise. So God said, if we do these three little things, keep his word, in other words, walk in faith, which we receive from the word, trust in Jesus, keep believing in Jesus, don't deny his name, to ask you if you're a believer in Jesus, say yes, and persevere. That means you serving the Lord, going to church, listening to the Word of God, reading your Bible, praying every day. This is not rocket science. Having fellowship with the Lord every day. How hard is that? This is not difficult. Now, and remember, He sets before us an open door. In other words, he's going to fight our battles for us. He's going to walk alongside us, carry us through, victory to victory to victory. It doesn't mean there's no problems coming. It means whatever comes, God's with us all the way. 
So if you see dark clouds on the horizon, stormy seas, don't let it bother you, child of God. Whether it's a great day or a bad day, it's a good day for you. It's a good day for you because Jesus is on your side. Now, He sets an open door before us. Now, Christians are living in very difficult times right now in some places. And as we draw closer to the rapture, things will probably get a lot worse. But as I said, He will protect us all the way. He'll block every tackle. He'll block every tackle. I know South Africa are great rugby players. And uh, now, here in America, they have football, which is slightly different to South African rugby. And if somebody is coming to tackle the man running at the ball, the other players are allowed to tackle him. <laughs> so, Chris, you're blown up in rugby for that. But now in the Bible, Jesus is going to tackle those who try and tackle you. <laughs> and he's going to stop them from tackling you. You're going to run all the way to the goal line of the ball and no one's going to stop you. Praise his name. Because you're keeping his word, which means you're walking in faith, keeping your faith shield up. You are not going to deny his name and you're going to persevere. You're going to stay in fellowship. So if you have decided to be a wise virgin, remember God has set before you an open door, which is the guarantee of your success. The guarantee of your success. It was faith in Jesus that kept Peter through his trial. And it's faith in Jesus, our Savior, that's going to keep us moving forward today. We love you. We're praying for you. And we believe that your best days are ahead. And we trust in God to see you soon. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Wherever you may be, please bow your heads and close your eyes. If you don't know the Lord, say this little prayer with me to be sure that you will go to heaven one day and that the Lord will come and dwell in your heart right now. Dear Lord Jesus, please say that, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you for coming into my heart right now. I accept you as my Savior. I declare you are the Lord of my life. And I'm going to live for you with all my heart until I see you face to face. Thank you for cleansing me from all of my sins. Praise God. I am saved. I am God's child. Praise God. All right. Well, Pastor Bevan, I love you so much. And we are praying for you every day. And we will see you soon. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 